can't move the microphone any further across. I can't, there's not enough room here. This is why I'm getting rid of these things, because it's taking up too much space. Hello, this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 84 of the So Free Art podcast, which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things. And this one is about, it's about the art and maybe, I'm not decided yet, but I think I'm going to set fire to my gesture drawings. <laughs> Sounds a bit funny. But basically, if you're watching on video, you can see this podcast as a video on YouTube at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson. And you'll see that I've got just tons and tons of paper. And each of these papers has got gesture drawings on them. And there is, in fact, over 20,000 gesture drawings here. So I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk a little bit about gesture drawings. Talk about what I've learned. Talk about why I'm going to get rid of all these paper ones and what I'm going to be doing moving forwards and stuff like that really. So I'm quite looking forward to this one. I'm not I want to I want to set fire to them all, but there are so there's so many of them that I, I might what I might do is set fire to some of them just because I think it'd be quite a freeing experience to to burn them. It's gonna be like a sort of a ritual thing. It's gonna be like letting go of them. I've, I suppose I've been, yeah, I suppose I've been a bit like hoarding them because I didn't want to get rid of them. Uh, I like looking at gesture drawings. It is going to be sad to see them go, but you can't keep all these gesture drawings. It's silly. So so what I do is I'll burn some of them. I'll see what it's like. I might burn them all. and then But the rest of them I'll put in the bin, in the recycling bin, which would be nice. So I've got some little notes. Oh, Monty the Mole's here with us. No, Monty the Mouse. I keep calling him a mole. But he's a little mouse. I like little Monty. It's quite a fun one. So, yeah. So I went. I just went to Saltram, and I thought to myself, why don't I do this podcast tonight? Because it's bonfire night. Today is the 5th of November, and it's getting dark outside. So I thought it would be quite a good day to to set fire to these <laughs> gesture drawings. But whilst I was at Saltram, I was sitting there just minding my own business and a thought popped into my head, why don't I make the video about this be the podcast? Because this week's podcast was going to be, it was going to be a topic which is in one of my graphite magazines and it's the, it's called Ephoral Portraits. Yeah. And that was going to be this week's topic. But I'm going to do that next week. So I'll just quickly go through my little notes that I wrote. And you can get an idea of what this podcast is going to be about. So I've put here, yeah, 20,000 gesture drawings. It's mental. I'm going to talk about what I've learned via those 20,000 gesture drawings. I'm going to talk about plateauing. Moving forward, what I'm going to do, which is going to include... A master file on the PC and the iPad Pro. I'm going to talk about why I think it, it would be better to do this on iPad Pro or digitally. <laughs> digitally. And talk about how the mind is a knobhead. <laughs> burn them, burn them, burn them. 
talk about a little bit about cro- croquet cafe and quick poses. And then we'll talk a little bit about proco, line quality. What's this one here? Yeah, practicing bad habits, quick poses, stats, and yeah, talking just about the process of gesturing. So there's something really fun here. So what I use, I use this website called quickposes.com. And what quick poses does is, it basically, it allows you to, what it does is, for for 10, 10 to 30 minutes, you... It flashes up random poses on the screen. Every th- you can set the timer. So I normally do 30 seconds. So every 30 seconds you get a new image on the screen. And you get a little clock, a little like bar that counts down. So you've, got, you've only got 30 seconds before it disappears. And you've got, to, you've got to capture the gesture. So I love this website. But what it also does, if you log into it, it's, it captures your stats so it tells you how many timed poses you've done. And also you can earn little certificates, which is really fun. So you get certificates for the beginner certificate for 10 hours. So 10 hours of timed poses is, that's the first certificate. You get another one at 30 hours, another one at 70 hours, another one at 200 hours, 500 hours, and then 1,000 hours. So I've managed to get up to 200 hours and I'm now working towards 500 hours. But these certificates are really fun as well. But it says on here that I have drawn 19,941 timed poses, which is crazy. I've actually done more than that because I've also used Croquet Cafe. The Croquet Cafe is like a... That's really fun, that one. It's It's a video... It used to be on YouTube, but it got taken off, which is a bit annoying. And they moved over to Vimeo, I think. I put links to all of this in the show notes. But what what that Croquet Cafe does is, it's like you're inside a, a life drawing class. So it's all on camera, and you get a, you get the model posing in front of you. Yeah, so you get like fifteen second poses. It moves up as you go quick, and then it ends up with about a five minute pose at the end. That's really fun to do, but quick poses make little certificates, and you can print the certificates out. And I've laminated the first four. I only just recently earned the level four one, which is for the two hundred hours. And yeah, this is amazing. There's something really quite cool here. So the first certificate it says. Kevin Preston. So my first three certificates are, I've got my name as Kevin Preston. My latest one has my name as Sophie Lawson, which I think is pretty cool. It's almost like these certificates are not just charting my art progress, it's, it's also like capturing my transition, which is quite fun. So just thought I'd share that because those certificates are really fun. It, it kind of inspires you, really. It's, yeah, it's really fun. So if we get into this, I don't know what to do. There's so, this is the thing. These are overwhelming. This is why I want to get rid of them. Because keeping all these gesture drawings is, is quite overwhelming. It just takes up too much space. So what I'm going to do 
is I'm going to move it over to the iPad and I'm going to basically do my gesture drawings in either, yeah, probably Procreate and I'll create, there's, a, there's this app, I can't remember the name of it, but there's this app with a never-ending canvas. So what you can do is, you can, you can sketch on that canvas and you move it, it keeps creating a bigger canvas. So that would be quite quite good for gesture drawings because you could spend half an hour and do all your gestures on the same canvas which would be quite fun I think but the reason I'm going to go over to the iPad is because firstly you're not going to have loads of paper taking up space it's also it's going to be amazing for because what I do is this isn't all the gestures either because I've got I've got a load of them on my Surface Pro because some of them I did, I did in Photoshop and what you can do is in Photoshop you can take the gesture so I have each of the gestures on different layers. You can take that gesture and then cut it out, put it onto another image. You can res resize it and stuff, but you can draw over the top of it. So you can turn that gesture into a finished drawing. It's much easier than working with traditional because you, you have to scan scan the paper in and then you have to or take a photo. Yeah, it just... It just becomes a bit of a hassle really so that's what I'm going to be doing moving forwards I'm quite looking forward to that but what I've learned from these 20,000 gestures is I've definitely noticed that I plateaued I would say I don't know at some point it reached a point where I plateaued and it reminds me of Proco I was listening to a podcast by Proco a few weeks ago and he was talking with Marshall Vandruff and they were talking about his figure drawing course, which is actually what I started in 2014. And that's what got me into f gesture drawings. But what I did was I started that course on figure drawing. I started doing gesture drawings and I thought to myself, I'm going to go and practice gesture drawings and then come back and start doing like the bean and adding more structure. But what I've, what's happened is I just, I went off, I focused so much on gesture drawings. I didn't do anything else. And this is exactly what he said on uh, that podcast. He said, because I thought, what I was doing was I thought I'd practice gesture drawings until I was really good. And then I'd start putting structure on top. But what he basically said was, no, he was talking to Marshall and he said, what you want to do is like study each thing for two weeks. So spend two weeks on gesture drawings and then go on to the bean for two weeks. So you're going to be moving up, adding more detail and complexity even when you're not really ready I suppose yeah but, but then it makes me think it makes me think of what I've been noticing in these articles I've been doing on a podcast recently they talk about the foundation yeah but see I was I was focusing on the foundation because I thought I thought if I get really, the gesture is the foundation. So I was thinking, make that amazing. But I've noticed that you're never going to get it to be amazing. So you're going to be, you would be there forever doing gestures because you're never going to get those gestures to be like as perfect as, as you want them. So yeah, I can see how you would have to move on. But it does remind me of these articles because they, what I noticed was they will do, like they do their sketching, the first stage of it. Then they'll start, moving up and putting details in but they will sometimes go back and do a little bit of sketching so it's like going back and forth so it isn't like you do sketching you do inks 
it's not like linear it's sort of bouncing back and forth so I when I heard Proke say that I thought oh, I've, I've been doing it wrong for for all these years really yeah and I, I think there is probably a fear there because I did start doing the bean on Proko. it was really it was really quite hard and it's because I haven't got a proper under, understanding of perspective and shapes in perspective so I think part of me if I'm being honest part of me probably thought I'll go and do gesture because that's sort of easy it's it's not easy it's fun it's super fun yeah but it is definitely you can get away with inaccuracies I suppose whereas when you start putting structure in you can't yeah so I think I was avoiding doing the structure and stuff probably like a fear so this is what I'm saying I've got a, I've got a basically yeah I've got to basically start forcing myself to add structure yeah, this is the thing I love about art it's it's all about fears facing fears and doing things that are uncomfortable I absolutely love it <clears throat> I said here the mind is a knobhead I definitely think it is because what I've noticed is like I've been doing gesture drawings now 20,000 gesture drawings I've been doing them for five years and what I've noticed is I will be sitting there doing a gesture there are there is a point there's a point after about I don't know it's probably maybe five minutes or something at some point it, you sort of go into like a meditative state where you're you're doing these gestures and because everything is so quick you you almost don't realize what you're doing you just yeah you get lost in it but especially for the first five minutes or so you what I've noticed is I'll be doing these gestures and even though I've been doing them for ages <laughs> my mind still sits there and starts saying as I do a gesture say that's rubbish you don't know what you're doing do you <laughs> and I was, I was just I was thinking about this up Saltram just a minute ago and I thought the, the mind really is a knobhead it's like yeah it's just it's being horrible and this is with drawing but it's doing it all the time like even you might t what I noticed was I, I sometimes talk to somebody this is quite horrible really you'll talk to somebody and your mind will be saying horrible things like it's yeah it's like it's in the background trying to distract you but what I've noticed and I, this is what I do when I do my gesture drawings I've started laughing at it so if I'm doing a gesture and let's say I do a line and and then the mind says you don't know what you're doing, do you? That, that line's rubbish. I'll just, I'll just laugh at it and just do another one. So it's almost like I don't... Yeah, I'm not really paying it any attention. I've, I'm noticing it, but I'm just letting it do what it wants because I know that's not me. It's weird, but I know that thoughts, are, they're not our thoughts. They're really not. It's, it's like there's something there trying to sabotage you. So I ju I'm just saying the mind is a knobhead. So now, so from the in from now on, whenever I sit there, if I do a gesture and the mind starts being horrible, I'm just going to say, yeah, whatever, knobhead. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it's going to make me laugh, and that's what I need to do is start laughing at it, and it loses all its power. So that's just something I've noticed. But it it, it just makes me realise that even like 50 years in the future your mind is probably still going to be doing that yeah which is it means you can't stop i don't think you can stop it 
So you've got to sort of accept it, but not let it distract you, because definitely at the beginning, and I would almost say that is probably, the mind is probably what has just stopped me doing structure and stuff, because it's been saying lies, like, you don't know what you're doing and stuff. And yeah, maybe I don't know what I'm doing at the moment, but in order to get to the point where I know what I'm doing, I've got to go... I've got to do stuff when I don't know what I'm doing to be able to know what I'm doing. <laughs> so, like, it's weird because the mind, there is an element of truth in the mind. Yeah, it's quite complicated, the mind. It's a case of filtering out the knobheadness. <laughs> so, it's, it's about awareness again, being aware of your mind. But, yeah, for some reason, I've noticed gesture drawings, it's very. It's, it's very loud I suppose yeah very loud to start with and then it just disappears so all you have to do is just keep drawing if you keep drawing it goes away in the end so that's just something I've noticed and then I talked about quick poses I absolutely love quick poses I f- I think it's it's probably my favorite art resource because I don't know I just love it I love the the ease of the website I love the fact that what it's amazing so you've got all these images flashing up you can actually save the images so so i've got like hundreds of really nice poses saved in like a i suppose like a little folder thing so now in the future if i ever want to draw a little sophie i can go into this little folder and it's full of lovely poses so that's really nice as well i love the fact it tracks your stats but it does in the background so it's not like if you're not interested in that, you don't ever have to look at that. But it's just... Because I didn't even know how many I'd done until recently when I went to print out that certificate. And I noticed that it had stats up there. Which is quite fun. I want to talk a little bit about Proco. Because this is quite amazing. But I actually emailed Proco once. This was a few years ago. And I said to him... I gave him some of my gestures and he was kind enough to like critique and give me some feedback... And something he said was, I need to improve my line quality. And this is where I feel like practicing bad habits. I feel like I may well have practiced some bad habits. I'm not sure. But yeah, like, I don't know. My gesture drawings are, I can definitely see an improvement. If I look at my first gesture drawings, this is why it is fun to keep hold of these gestures. What I'm going to do is I'm going to keep my first ever sketchbook full of gesture drawings because this was made in 25th of june to the 8th of july 2014 and if you look at these gesture drawings they are they are so stiff and yeah they're just they're horrible really but the weird thing is you can kind of see yeah there is kind of like there is kind of like the essence of the gesture in them it's just it's very, I was, I was basically, when I started out, I was trying too hard. I was basically drawing the contour line. So I was drawing, I was drawing the contour line as a gesture line. Whereas now what I'm doing is, I'm drawing the pose as a gesture line. So, yeah, that's quite a, that's what the main difference is really. Something I still do though is, I think, I think I do too many lines. So, like, I will, I will, like, scribble the line down, 
yeah, I think I'm placing lines down before I know what the line should be. It's almost like I'm trying to find the line before I found it in my head. So this is the bad habit that I've, I think I've learned is I'm, because I've only got 30 seconds, I think I've got a rush. But you haven't got a rush. You've got to basically take the essence of the pose and capture it in the time limit in the time limit but you don't have to rush in other words you can do one line so you you only need like five seconds to capture that line but what i do is i go i go too quickly into capturing the line and it's something i because as i'm doing these gestures on this paper if i notice some tendencies i will write down little notes to myself like i'll say study more and that's something i've kept i've kept saying slow down and study slow i i made a little like mantra it said slow and study slow and study wins the race but for some reason i've just i've got this habit of going too quickly and so i feel like a 30 second gesture 10 to 15 seconds of that should be spent just looking at the pose and working out what you want to capture yeah but like i say I, i i tend to look at it and i I lock onto a line and I think I love that line and I just quickly get that line down before I really know how it relates to the other lines but I guess it kind of works it does kind of work and I do like yeah I do like capturing all these little rough lines because it all those lines it goes into what she she said on what was it Hayley Justice says about capturing motion she said do lots of lines and you capture the motion. So maybe it isn't a bad thing. Yeah, maybe it isn't a bad thing. Because some of these gestures, you've got the like the pose, you've got like the line at the gesture line, but there's there's like loads of little lines that you can hardly see in the background. It is quite it's quite beautiful really, those quick little lines. So that's basically it really. I, I just wanted to talk about these gestures before I set fire to them. (laughs) It's quite funny. I use different mediums. Some of them I do ink. But my ultimate favourite tool for doing gesture drawings is this massive fat clutch pencil. Which is called... It's the Core I Noor Hardmuff 5340. And it's got inside of it magic lead it's the magic lead that is the most important thing and i'll put links to this in the description but this is a 5.6 millimeter lead and what i love about this lead is it's it's got like a sticky feel to it so as you run it across the paper yeah it grips the paper unlike any other pencil i've ever used and because it's a 5.6 you can get super you can get a super fat line and then a super thin line as well. So if you start twisting if you start twisting your hands, you can get like fat to thin lines. Absolutely beautiful. It, I've still not really mastered the art of that. But every so often you'll get this line and you look at it and you think, I love that. It's just it's quite unpredictable. That's what I like about this. And there's something else that makes it unpredictable is the lead has got in it it's got red blue and yellow all mixed together so like you'll do your line and you might get a yellowy bluey line and then as you twist it it might suddenly become a dark blue line 
you twist it again, it will become like a yellow line. So what it does is, because you're doing so many gestures, and I would say at some point, quite early on, I realised that this gesture drawing was going to be something I'd be doing forever. I realised there was going to be no end to studying gesture drawings. So I thought, well, let's make it fun. And one way, one way I came up with making it fun was to use this pencil, because it just means your gestures are always always unique you've always got different colors going on so i highly recommend this pencil and like i say i'll put a link in the description and i just recently bought a load of new leads for this because you do get you do get through well you do get through them but not as quickly as you would think i've done like twenty thousand pages of gestures here and i only just had to buy a new pack of refills so a pack of refills which is i think you get six refills in a little so they've lasted me like five years four or five years which is quite amazing really so i highly recommend this such a heavy pencil if you hold the end if you hold the end of it really loosely you could it just yeah it's amazing it's the weight is it sort of pushes the the line around to make it really flowy as well so absolutely beautiful pencil and I've, i think that's it really there's, there's not much else to say, it's just the thing I've noticed looking at my older ones is that they they were very stiff. I was focusing on the contour line, yeah, and I didn't have, I wasn't looking at angles either. Because like now, the, one of the first things I do is I, I'll look at the shoulders and I'll place, what I normally do is I look at the, I look at the pose, I normally straight away capture the top and bottom so I sort of know where it's going to be I put a, a line for the shoulder and a line for the hip which goes into what Proko said about pinching and pulling and then what I'll do then is I'll look at a line and I, I always start where I'm most excited because Proko, I think Proko said to, he normally starts with the head and I think he maybe even said start with the head but I just it, that never worked for me and it, this again might be like learning practicing the wrong thing but I've always found it better to start where I'm most excited so if I look at the pose and I think I love that leg I would I'll just go straight to that leg because I think if I capture that that's gonna have the most energy in it and then everything else can just flow out of that whereas if I start with the head I don't know it always it always gets a little bit I suppose stiff and I'm, yeah it's, it's a bit more strict so yeah I, I like to be free and just like capture what I want to capture but I've just randomly opened this little sketchbook here and there's some little notes here so this is what this is what I do as I'm doing my gestures I write little I'm like critiquing myself as I'm going so I've put here not flowing enough still too stiff not starting with the head that's weird i've actually said here that i'm not starting with the head so at first i kept beating myself up for not starting at the head but i soon realized that i personally i seem to get better gestures by not starting at the head so at some point i just i must have said you know what i i don't have to start at the head if i don't want to and i'll put it here too thin or too fat and her heads are the wrong size so again i didn't really i was trying to go for proportions when I realise now proportions are important in gesture, but 
it's more important to capture the essence because you can sort out the proportions later. That's it. Something else I will say, in these sketchbooks, it, it, these little sketchbooks are A5 and I was doing tiny little gestures and this was actually making them a bit stiffer. So the bigger paper you use, the much more freer you're going to be because you can start using your elbow to like get the nice flowing lines. Whereas if you're doing tiny little gestures, you're going to have to be using your wrist. So it's going to it's going to instantly be stiffer. So one of my little tips is to use big sheets of paper. But this is one of the problems. You're using big sheets of paper. You're doing such big gestures that you're getting through. You're going to get through tons of paper. So this is why I think it's better to. It's better for many reasons to do it on a computer, but I will still do gestures on the paper, I think, from time to time. But I'm going to focus on on the computer now. That's basically it, really. Oh, I forgot to do the little gong. Naughty, Dennis. Naughty, naughty. You can have a few, a few gongs now. But that's basically it, really. Uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to take these all outside and set fire to them <laughs> so if you're watching on video you'll get to see them burning and if you are listening on the podcast you'll probably hear the crackle which might be quite nice but i hope you enjoyed that my goal this is a bit of a rushed podcast really because i wasn't planning to do it and what i'm going to do is i'm going to actually do a proper podcast on gesture drawing in the future um, with examples and stuff like so I think that would be quite fun but let's get outside and set fire to some gesture drawings so we are outside now and Dennis, Peter, Clive and Monty have all come out to watch and there's so many of these things but I'm a bit scared to set fire to it all but Let's have a go, see what happens. It's harder than it looks to set fire to stuff. Everything's in life is just getting started. Mm. Getting started is the hardest bit. I'm gonna stink of burning. Ah! Mm. I think I might just throw them in the bin. Maybe it's a sign from the universe. 
name is this car? car is amazing. Thanks. Nah, it's too hard. It's too hard and it stinks. Well, at least I tried. I did my best. Oh, and I threw them in the bin. Well, that was fun. It's a lot harder than... It's a lot harder than I thought to set fire to them. So... That's as far as we got. Little smouldering. I did try setting fire to them, but it was it just didn't work. So instead, I threw them all in the bin, and uh, the bin is. This massive wheelie bin is three quarters of the way fill up with these gesture drawings, but goodbye. <laughs> Probably the fireworks. We are back inside and I stink of I stink of burning, which isn't nice, but I didn't actually manage to pull off the burning little ritual thing. I did I did my best, but it was just really hard to get the fire started. So what I did in the end was just chuck them all in the bin. And they've gone now. I feel a lot lighter. And I had a little thought whilst I was out there. And as I looked at them all in the bin, I thought gesture drawing is never about finished drawing it's never about having a finished gesture drawing it's just about doing the exercise so yeah I don't really know why I, I hung I hung on to them for so long it's a bit weird but yeah it's gonna be very nice to have a lot more space now my, I can actually put stuff in my cupboards now <laughs> which is quite nice so that's basically it for this week's podcast like I said it was a very weird one a bit rushed but that's the way it goes. You can probably hear, maybe you can hear fireworks outside. I'm not sure. There's lots of fireworks going off outside. Outside. They're this week's inspirational quote. That is all that's left to do. And this week's inspirational quote goes to Verx, V-E-R-X, Verx, who runs quickposes.com. And on the latest, on the advanced gesture drawing certificate which is for 200 hours the little quote on it says well it's going to be this week's inspirational quote so you can find show notes and everything at sophielawson.com you can find videos at youtube.com slash sophielawson and I might I might on the video put the failed attempt at me trying to set fire to them because it's quite funny it's just it wasn't happening but I don't think that would make a very good audio but this week's inspirational quote really like this and it sums up gesture drawing so you get 200 hours in on gesture drawing and you realize 
you realise this quote, you see the long path ahead and now you must walk it. In other words, you've done 200 hours of gesture drawings. That's just the beginning. <laughs> it's like 200 hours is nothing. And that's what I said about earlier. Is gesture drawing is something that just never stops. So it's like a path that it never stops. The only time it's going to stop is when you stop. When you, yeah, when you die, gesture drawings will stop. But I have seen such an improvement in my gestures, like on my little Sophies. They're very, yeah, I can I can see that I'm getting the gestures there, but I can see that I'm not getting the structure there. So again, like Proko said, it's the balance between having your gesture, which is the feeling, and the structure, which is like, I suppose, like the rendering and stuff. Yeah. So, but I've always preferred gesture, but it's time to start doing more structure, I think. Hmm. So this week's inspirational quote you see the long path ahead, and now you must walk it. Burks from quickposes.com